0: Welcome to Protect Your Money with FSCS, the podcast from the Financial Services Compensation Scheme. Today, we've got a mini pod for you, a special bite-sized episode where we talk through a particular topic to explain it all simply. In this series, we explain how we can help to protect your money so you can feel confident your money is safe. Let's get into the conversation now. So welcome to this short episode of the FSCS podcast. I'm your host, Nigel Yates, communications and stakeholder business partner at FSCS. I'm joined today by Robert Kelly, who's the CEO of APCOL, which stands for the Association of British Credit Unions. Robert, please could you introduce yourself?
1: Yeah, thank you, Nigel. So my name is Robert Kelly. I'm the chief exec of the Association of British Credit Unions. As you said, we are the main trade body for credit unions across Great Britain. We support 152 credit unions across Scotland, England and Wales with advocacy support training development
0: and lobbying
1: efforts with uh, all relevant stakeholders
0: fantastic thanks Uh, so today we're going to be talking all about credit unions so banks and building societies are perhaps better known but credit unions are a key part of the financial services industry robert firstly can you explain to our listeners what exactly is a credit union
1: yeah a credit union is a financial co-op in its purest form it's an organization which has members as owners They pull their deposits, you know, it's a savings organisation that allows them to work in conjunction and collaboration with each other. Its primary function is to have a common bond, a field of membership, something that people have in common, and that allows those deposits to be used for the greater good within that organisation. So credit unions play a vital role in supporting communities across the country.
0: Thanks for that, Robert. And credit unions are regulated by both the Financial Conduct Authority and the Prudential Regulation Authority, is that correct?
1: That's correct. So credit unions are uh, dual regulated. So we have a link with the Bank of England uh, Prudential Regulation Authority and with the FCA. Uh, so the FCA is, is the main registrar and looks after the Common Bond Interpretation, the rules, and also all conduct issues. And obviously, the, from the prudential side, uh, the PRA will look after sort of financial viability, sustainability, and the key metrics for credit unions.
0: Great, thank you. And um, you mentioned the common bond a couple of times there. Am I right in thinking that credit unions are often formed around a local area or an industry? So
1: yeah, credit unions will have a field of membership. It's a common bond, which is the main link to a financial cooperative agenda and structure. And so a common bond effectively describes what people have in common. So that can be the postcode, the community, live in, for example, geography, or it can be the employer that they work for, whether that's a public sector body, NHS, police, lots of other examples or private sector, for example, you know, whether that's things like Royal Mail and and, and other industries. And so that common bond is the main feature in which binds the sort of familiarity piece for the qualification criteria for how people can join a
0: credit union. Great stuff. And um, we've spoken previously and we talked about the kind of values of the credit union sector. Can you tell our listeners a little bit more around that piece?
1: So credit unions are owned by their members. and I think that's a really important point. And so that That effectively means that the objectives and the priorities of the organisation are different from other mainstream financial services providers. And so that value and ethics and focus on serving members, making sure that members are looked after in terms of a range of products and services, and making sure that financial resilience is very much at the key. And so it's that financial cooperative, people helping people ethos, which is so important within the credit
0: union sector. And there's also been some talk of uh, new services coming soon from credit unions. Can you elaborate a little bit on that?
1: Yes, we've just had the Financial Services and Markets Act bill passed through the the legislative process uh, and Royal Ascent. So that's fantastic. And it gives credit unions a small part of the overall bill. And it allows us now to adapt and to add to the, the range of savings and loan products that already exist and have existed for many, many years across the country. So for example, Credit unions will now be able to look at accessing and producing a car finance option under PCP, HP conditional sale. Credit unions will also have the opportunity to get involved in general insurance distribution. So being able to support their member base around accessing relevant and appropriate and affordable insurance products. So those new products will require different approvals from both the FCA and PRA in terms of the regulatory side. But I think it's really exciting times and gives us the opportunity to widen our product and service appeal to make sure that we can have a bigger part of the financial wallet for households across the country and to showcase that credit unions are embracing innovation and, and development as well.
0: And is it safe to say that there'll be a period of time you know, whilst credit unions prepare everything for a successful implementation of these new services?
1: They're absolutely well, you know, and credit unions will need to look at their rule books, they'll need to get permission from their member base through annual general meetings or special general meetings, they'll then need to embark on satisfying all the regulatory requirements uh, with the PRA and FCA. So there'll be a journey and I think that's important that the credit unions get these new products and services right, that they deliver and their customers as members can be confident that the products and services they're going to access are robust, effective and they're going to draw good value. So, yeah, there'll be a period of time, but we're already supporting that process at the moment, and, you know, it's exciting times
0: ahead. Thanks, Robert. Yeah, that's all clear, and it definitely sounds like uh, interesting times and exciting times for the credit union sector. Before we wrap up, it's also worth noting that FSCS protection um, does not extend to every activity that credit unions undertake. Deposits-wise, as we've mentioned, UK-authorised credit unions, you know, have the same cover with FSCS as banks and building societies do which is the £85,000 limit per eligible person. In recent years, there have been a few credit unions that have failed. If anything were to happen like that, um, customers don't need to make a claim with FSCS. We automatically pay customers their balance within seven days, although occasionally more complex cases can take longer. Uh, So that's the support that FSCS can offer in that area as well. Robert, thank you so much once again for all that useful information. We've also got more information and background on our website, which is www.fscs.org.uk. We hope everyone listening enjoyed this mini podcast. You can find all of our podcasts on our website and the usual places you find your podcasts. Please do follow us wherever you listen to your podcasts so that you never miss a new episode. Thanks very much for listening.